Welcome to the Ziggler Inspire Podcast. Ziggler Inspire Podcast. Hi, Blake Lindsay here. Welcome to Zig Ziglar's Inspire Podcast. As always, I'm glad you're here. Hey, if you're communicating to others about Zig Ziglar's free podcast, thank you very much. We are certainly glad to be growing all of the time and doing as much good as we possibly can. We have a terrific topic to cover today, raising kids. And oh, what a challenging responsibility that truly is. Zig and Jean have raised four kids, so I can't think of a better person to talk about this than our friend and mentor, Mr. Zig Ziglar. I have had the privilege of knowing his kids over the years, and they turned out great. Zig has some helpful words of hope on this topic today, and we'll listen together and enjoy. I'll be back in a few minutes. I'm a foodie, and I enjoy learning about the process that brings great foods and beverages from idea to the table. And then I like tasting them and learning the nuances of what creates the most significant tastes from coffee to cheese to distilled beverages. I did a tequila tasting in Mexico and recently bourbon, Heaven Hill bottled in bond bourbon really impressed me from the story to the taste. I grew up in Kentucky where horse racing and bourbon are famous and I got introduced to Heaven Hill bottled in bond bourbon. It's produced by Heaven Hill Distillery, which has been and still remains family owned since 1935. And I'm impressed with the bourbon's ultra-rich, smooth taste. And right on the bottle, it states that this bourbon is seven years old, which is actually three times longer than what's required to be certified as bottled in bond. I feel with beverages, the longer the prep, the better the taste. Being a bottled in bond product means it must pass a list of seven requirements that set the standard for this quality bourbon. So look for it at your local store. Heaven Hill reminds you to think wisely and drink wisely. In raising positive kids, we are obligated, we are responsible to let them know that the choice they make, every choice, has another bearing on something else. That's what I'm talking about. If I choose to be mean, nasty, ornery, and ugly to you, you see, I've chosen to be treated in a mean, nasty, ornery, and ugly manner by you. If I go in your store and your clerk is rude and thoughtless and inconsiderate of me, my choice then is not to go back in. Everything has a choice, but it also has an end result. Well, for 24 years of my life, by choice, I weighed well over 200 pounds. Then a little over 13 years ago, I got sick and tired of being sick and tired. And I decided to get on an exercise and diet program. Up until then, my idea of exercise had been simply to fill the tub, take a bath, pull the plug, and fight the current. I mean, (laughs) that was it. Now, that's not much of an exercise program anyway. You cut it. I never will forget the first day on my exercise program, I ran a block. That's one. Did better the next day, I ran a block and a mailbox, you know. (laughs) Then it was a block and two mailboxes. One day, I ran all the way around the block, came in, woke the whole family up. Then one day, I ran a half a mile, then a mile, then two, then three, then four, then five. Started doing sit-ups, only eight the first day. Then 10, then 20, then 50, then 100, then 200. Started doing push-ups, only six the first day, then eight, then 10, then 20, then 40. Today, I do the GI push-up, meaning simply I push up in there and slap my hands while I'm in the air. I do finger push-ups. They're different from the others. And the weight started coming down from 202 to 165. But I want to tell you that was the toughest 10 months I have ever spent in my life. During the first stages of it, I want you to know not only that I hate jogging, I hated joggers. How many of you hate joggers? Now just tell me the truth, be honest. You know, every time I saw one, he's jumping up and down, you know, and saying, man, it makes you feel so good. It gives you so much energy. And there I was hating and hurting every step. 
And then one day I was in Portland, Oregon, been running about nine months. Beautiful spring day, temperature about 78 degrees. It was high noon, had a four o'clock seminar. And as I was running that day, all of a sudden, with the ground flowing easily beneath my feet and me breathing easily, all of a sudden it dawned on me that I was having a marvelous time, that I was feeling good. And that day I changed my vocabulary. And that's what I want to talk to you about in raising positive kids. You see, I learned that you don't pay the price for good health. You enjoy the benefits of good health. You don't pay the price for success. You pay the price for failure. You don't pay the price for a good marriage. You pay the price for a poor one. You enjoy the benefits of a good one. Is there going to be time involved in raising positive kids? You bet you there's going to be lots of time, and I'll repeat this a number of times. But my friends, you will spend time in raising your kids. You will either spend time with them when they're little guys and gals, putting in the good, the clean, the pure, the powerful, and the positive, or you will spend time with them bailing them out of trouble later on. You will spend the time. But if we invest that time properly, and we invest it earlier, and please don't misunderstand, I'm not about to tell you that I've got a pet formula because our kids are not computers. They're flesh and blood human beings. And I've seen people who did everything right and still ended up at least temporarily losing the battle. But I fervently believe as a result of a tremendous amount of thought and study and prayer and research that has gone into this, I believe that if you will follow the procedures and the suggestions and the basic concepts that we're going to be talking about, that the odds are dramatically improved in your favor that you're going to reach your objective. But it is not going to be easy, but it is going to be fun. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be rewarding. I finished telling everybody about all of my miraculous physical accomplishments, about running like I do and so forth, and Dr. Cooper kind of grins and says, Yeah, Zig, that's pretty good. But let me tell you about this 65-year-old lady, Zig. Lives right here in Dallas. Started jogging when she was 59, Zig. She just completed at age 65 her 10th marathon. Two of them were 50 miles long. Now I picked myself up off the deck and he said, and oh, by the way, Zig, let me tell you about this 14-year-old schoolboy. He stayed on the treadmill so much longer than you did, I'm not even going to tell you what it was. It would embarrass you. You see, I'm not bragging on Zig or the 65-year-old lady or the 14-year-old schoolboy. What I am saying is that inside of you as parents and inside of your child, there's incredible potential physically, mentally, and spiritually. You see, man was designed for accomplishment. He's engineered for success. He's endowed with the seeds of greatness. Your child and you too were born to win. One of the major problems is too many people have been conditioned to lose because of the wrong input and the wrong approach to life. You see, the truth of the matter is if we could all become scratch golfers by taking two lessons from the pros, we'd all be scratch golfers. The truth of the matter is, if we could become a surgeon by taking a weekend course at the university, we would become a surgeon and then there'd be no compensation in it or satisfaction from it. If we could all become masters at a craft in a period of a three weeks course, we'd all be masters and then the rewards and compensation would be way down. You learn and you get progressively better and better and better, not easy. And you see, most of us became parents the first time, the first time. 
Now, you might have to think about that one just for a moment. But what I'm really saying is there are very few manuals. Actually, we never saw one ourselves until we, in most cases, had our own child, and we had to start doing some things. But with this new pair of glasses, we're going to be able to look at our child in a different light. And if your child is 10 years old, 20 years old, or whatever, many of you might think, well, gracious, you know, I've missed the best opportunity. You've missed some of it. You've missed a lot of it. But it is never too late to do a good thing, and it's never too late to affect a positive in somebody's life. Don't throw in the towel. Now's the time really to get excited about doing more and more than ever. I certainly do want to add my encouragement to you. It does not matter what age your children are. You can still impact them with your words and your actions. Tell your children today how proud you are of them. This is Blake Lindsay encouraging you to live your life to the fullest. Ziggler. Ziggler. Inspiring true performance.